1: Sunday morning, everybody, 11 o'clock Eastern Time, and you know what that means. It is LFA time, and we're going to need you to rumble, rumble, rumble. Let's go. back and it is 11 o'clock a.m eastern standard time it is monday morning and you're locked and loaded right here on lfa tv i am your ever so humbled god fearing and god loving host of the show jeremy harrell the hip-hop patriot and i'm broadcasting as always from the live free or die granite state of new hampshire and it's an honor a pleasure and a blessing from god to do this job for you every single day with producer eli Big shout-out to the rest of the uh, LFA hosts. They've been working very hard for the last eight months as we've done this LFA TV uh, network experiment. But an even bigger shout-out to the LFA family. Because if it wasn't for you, we never would have took the plunge to begin with. We never would have went headfirst into this to begin with. And we'd never have an entire network where we can get truth all day long, where we don't have to watch other networks who – Eh, put money and uh, popularity above everything else. So thank you guys for doing that. Thank you to the monthly donors. If it wasn't for you, the show and the network wouldn't exist. Thank you for your rumble rants. Thank you for your mail. Thank you for your presence. Thank you for your cards and your loving uh, words in your, uh, in your notes and letters that you send to my wife, Sabrina, and Eli. Uh, you guys are the outside of, you're probably even closer to, than my own family. I was going to say outside my own family, but even you're probably closer than my sisters and brothers and mothers and fathers are to me. So thank you all very much from the bottom of our heart, every one of us here at Live from America, but mainly me, because if it wasn't for you, we would. I, I, I've been through hell and back with you guys. And I know we have ups, and I know we have downs, and I know we have you know technical difficulties here and there, but we keep pushing through. And you guys are here, and you guys find the show every single day. And I couldn't be more happy to be uh, with you guys Monday through Friday. Also, if you go to the LFATV.US website right now, uh, let me just go over there real quick. I want you to see something. Check this out. We now have the Watch Live. See this right? See where my cursor is right here? If you go to LFATV.US and you're having any problems whatsoever finding the show on any platform, if you go to LFATV.US and you just take your cursor and put it over live, see how it lights up red, you just click that, and it'll take you right to whatever show is on, so again, LFATV.us, if you have any issues whatsoever, and make sure you rumble this video, All right, we have about 2,500 people in here watching, I want to go to this cold open video today, which is going to highlight Byron Donalds, now this weekend, Byron Donalds went on W, uh, excuse me, uh, MSNBC with Chuck Todd, uh, of all places to go to lose brain cells, that would be a place to go. But he went on uh, LFA, LFA. He went on uh, MSNBC to um, to kind of have a dialogue with Chuck Todd. But the thing that Chuck Todd doesn't understand, I don't think, and I think a lot of people don't know about Byron Donalds is Byron Donalds was in banking. He was in financing. He was a finance manager in a big, huge uh, bank with, and, and worked in banking systems uh, around the world. The guy is, it, it understands numbers. He understands accounting. He understands banking. He understands how things work. He definitely understands how the economy works. And Chuck Todd, I don't think, knew that and decided to try to school Byron Donalds on the way you know, taxes and the economy works. Didn't go so well for him. Check it out. Byron Donald's.
2: you realize that President Trump has added more to the deficit than Joe Biden? Some of it's COVID. The, some of to, it's COVID. Most of it is COVID. Just, let's, let's be clear it. with about the half people. of it's COVID. Half of, of it, it the is tax cut. That is not true because we raised, the numbers more re- the numbers. we raised more revenue than CBO projected. If you bring in more money than your projections are, how are you adding to your deficits, John? And if you pay, if somehow you keep cutting taxes but more revenue comes into the government, that math doesn't work over time. You can have it in the first first year due to some various accounting Uh, tricks. But it doesn't work over time. No, Chuck, that is not true. The purpose of tax policy is to raise revenue for the federal government, Mm -hmm. not to equalize society. After the Trump tax cuts were passed, more tax revenue has come to the federal government than at any other time in the history of our nation. Those are the facts. Uh, raw dollars can happen because we do. And a growing, percentage of the economy. Do have a growing Both economy. of them. Have Let heard. me ask. You You realize that President I love it. Trump has. Added- I
1: love it. Put Chuck Todd right in his place. Do you realize that President Trump. See, this is how they do it. They take their talking points and they make it a narrative. And then that narrative becomes fact. Right. And they're not really necessarily lying. They're misleading you. They are taking a fact. They are taking a fact about debt. President Trump did accrue more debt in his time. But over half of it was because of COVID-19, which was because of the left. So he didn't, he didn't want to say that until Byron Donald said, well, was, most of that was COVID money. Over half of it was COVID money, number one. And number two, if you bring in more money because of the fact that more people are paying taxes, then that's a good thing. And that's how government is supposed to work. Government took in more money than they expected to bring in because people were working and paying taxes. And, and, and it's amazing how they take a fact and they, and they build a bunch of lies and misdirection around it and then move it forward as actual fact. And I love the, that's why I want Byron Donalds as VP pick. I know that everybody wants Carrie Lake. I know that everybody wants it to be a woman. But why does it have to be a woman? Why does it have to be a woman? You know what I mean? Why does it have to be Carrie Lake? I'm not saying it shouldn't be. But I would love Byron Donalds as a running mate. And, and again, I think Carrie Lake would be just as good. But I think there's better things in store for Carrie Lake. And we're gonna be talking about that a little later in the show. Uh, thank you for all those who watched the weekend shows. We started our three constant weekend shows this Saturday. First show was Trumpet Daily with Stephen Flurry. If you've not seen that video, you're not seen that show, definitely go back and watch it. He goes in on Obama hard. He goes Oba- Obama. Uh, wait, ho- ho- Holly says no. Neither one, of course. <laughs> No, neither one. Who would you like for a uh, VP pick, Holly? You can always leave it up to Holly. She's always really good at uh, going against the grain, which is okay. Holly, who would you pick as VP pick? I'd like, to, I'd like to know who that is. But anyway, Stephen Fleury, he went hard on Obama. He went big time in on Obama, laying out all the receipts, and it was a great show. And then uh, Ava Chen and her new show, Whistleblowers, debuted at noon. Wonderful, wonderful show. Definitely something that you guys should watch. And then, of course, yesterday, our family movie night, which was What If, starring Kevin Sorbo. That was a great movie as well. Uh, I don't want Byron Donalds to leave the house from Florida. Well, that's a good, that's good. That's really good. That's a good uh, statement, actually. I can understand not wanting him to leave. Uh, Holly said, I went against uh, with Ron DeSantis and was right. Well, there you go. There you go. I didn't know you went against Ron DeSantis. I, I don't know. I'm just saying, who would you like for VP? Because you, you probably have a pretty good pick. Probably have a pretty good pick with the knowledge that you have. So I'm just curious because maybe it's somebody I'm missing. Um, but I think Byron Donalds would be a great VP pick. I believe Kerry Lake would be a great B- VP pick. I believe you don't want any of the GOP Rhino establishment. Anybody who's been there forever, you definitely don't want. Roger Stone, I you wouldn't be able to win with Roger, but I think that would be fuck I think that'd be funny to watch. That'd be crazy. Rogers is definitely an intelligent guy. Just he wouldn't be able to he would be more of a hindrance on Donald Trump than anything. Um Matt Gates, Matt Gates would be a good pick. I would take Matt Gates. Yep, Cary Lake for Senate. I think Kerry Lake for governor first. Uh Grinnell, Grinnell would be a good pick. Uh Grinnell would be a good pick, but you know, he wouldn't be able to get a lot of the uh uh the 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 you know, old school conservative vote because he's gay, so you'd have that to deal with. Um, Mark Robinson, lieutenant governor, of North Carolina. Mark would be Mark wouldn't be bad. Gates would be amazing. Gates definitely would be would be good. So anyway, we don't know when he's going to pick his uh, VP pick, and uh, we're waiting on pins and needles. But I think it's going to be quite a while. Alex Jones, <laughs> who said Alex Jones? That would be great. Alex Jones. As a matter of fact, I think that's a good time. Somebody said Alex Jones for VP. Uh, I think this is a good time to play this one. Here we go. He
2: is your enemy. (laughs) I see you enemy. I see you enemy. 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 You are my enemy. And I swear total resistance to you with everything I've got.
1: (laughs) Pretty incredible. Uh, Again, thank you for those who watch the weekend shows. We appreciate you. Let's go to the Lord now. We had a great verse of the day this morning. Not only a great verse of the day. But we had a great rise up this morning, a, a controversial rise up this morning, if it, as, it, as it was. Uh, but you can definitely go back and watch it. It was great. We like to have dialogue and conversation on Rise Up. It's a good place to have it. Uh, so let's go to the verse of the day, which is First Peter 18 through 20. It says, servants, be subject, to your ma- be subject to your masters with all respect, not only to the good and gentle, but also to the unjust. For this is a gracious thing. When mindful of God, one endures sorrows while suffering unjustly. We're kind of suffering unjustly right now in America, aren't we? I'd say we are. I'd say we are. Um, For what credit is it if when you sin and are beaten for it, you endure? But if when you do good and you suffer and you endure, this is a gracious thing in the sight of God. So God's saying, when you suffer and you don't have to, this is a gracious thing in the sight of God. We're all suffering in the United States right now, and I don't think it's because any one person did anything wrong. I think it's all of us did wrong for a very long time, and God is saying, okay, now I'm going to bring you through this time of, uh, you know, this time of, of um, rebuilding and restoration, and in doing so, you're going to have to humble yourselves. I just noticed that I did not have the... Um, The ticker up on the bottom of the show. So I'm going to do that right now. There we go. Perfect. Let's pop that ticker over. Definitely want to make sure that we have that there. So you guys are are reminded of the morning's uh, topics and not only that, so that you have the address here. If you're trying to ship something here, here's what I wrote on the battlefield. Generals and leaders have been known to let the other side have small battles and win small battles for many reasons. Okay whether it was to play a psychological warfare against them or whether it was a strategic move to, quote, let them have this one as you gear up for the actual war so you can make the decision to save your resources. That is the very first thing when I thought of reading this verse. It's tied to another verse in Romans that tells us that we are supposed to respect and obey our leaders and their demands and rules. Now, we live in a different style of country. We don't have kings or emperors or dictators. We have a ruling body of government, which makes our laws. So we kind of think of that and put that into perspective while I'm reading this, okay? Uh, Even if they are wrong, why would God tell us to obey someone who may be wrong, deceitful, rude, and most likely corrupt? Well, my first response would be, who are we to question him? And my second response would be, we have no idea what God is doing behind the scenes. And sometimes it's necessary for certain individuals to be put on a pedestal in order for a magnifying glass to be put on them to expose who they really are, what kind of people they really are. Now, one thing I know is that the people will always win if they revolt against their oppressors, always in history. So even they know that too. And there is a certain red line that that have crossed and the people are aware of it for, for long enough They will revolt against their oppressors, and they will win. Trump said something similar to this when he left the presidency on January 20th of 2021. He said that it's going to get really rough and really bad and really hard, but the left will expose themselves for who they really are, and that he would be back with more support than ever. I believe that to be true. I believe that to be true. Sometimes we have to let them win the battles and give in. Jesus respected the authority of the leadership, and he didn't have to. Jesus obeyed as God instructed. The leaders that he knew were corrupt and evil, and in the end, Jesus won. That is the kind of respect the authority that I'm talking about here. Be patient. God is working. Jesus led by example, and we don't have to like our leaders. We do, however, have to respect their authority while working hard to expose their corruption. Food for thought. Now, again, if it goes against the Constitution of the Bible, I'm not telling you to respect it and obey them. You know, like getting the vaccines and the masks and stuff like that. But if the rule of law and our congressional leaders go together and make a law of the land, we are to— we are To follow that law. And we are to fight back and rise up even within the constructs of that law as long as they don't go against the Bible and the Constitution. Because the one thing that the left wants us to do, they want us to pull us off our square. They want us to lower our standards so that we are down in the muck and in the mud with them. Let's rise above them. Let's respect our law of the land. And let's always put God first, our Constitution second. Amen? All right, let's go to the Lord In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And ladies and gentlemen, the ultimate authority that we respect is God. And if God has got us going through difficult times in order to humble us, punish us, or bring us into some kind of restoration and level of joy that we can bring people back to God, then you know what? We should be praying for these hard times. We should be praying for these hard times. All right, folks, here we go. We have 3,300 people watching. I'm going to ask all of you. So please, please, please take this opportunity as we go into the first and foremost section of the show and share the Rumble link. We are desperately trying to get over 4,000 people just to make sure that our audience can still access the show. Again, if you're having a problem, go to um, LFATV.us, click the Watch Live button. It should bring you right here. You have the Rumble app, you have the LFATV app, and you have Digital TV, Fire Stick, and Roku. So... Send out the invite, rumble the video. Let's have our first slurp of the day. Here we go. Mm-mm-mm. You guys remember KT McFarland? Now, KT McFarland, she was the former deputy national security advisor. And she says that left unchecked, left untethered, left unpunished, that the FBI, the Justice Department, and the CIA will rig the 2024 U.S. presidential election following their success of rigging the 2016 and 2020 election because they won't allow any candidate to win that will hold them accountable. They've grown too big for their britches. Who is going to police the police? Well, here's what we need to happen. We need to have the district attorneys all over the country in counties, but not only them. We need to have the deputy, the deputy um, attorneys inside the DOJ. They need to all band together, the good ones, the uh, the FBI whistleblowers. They need to all band together, the good ones, the whistleblowers in the CIA, and they need to work together with not only state governors but also state attorney, our state attorneys, and also district attorneys and attorneys generals. Okay, they need to all work together to hold these people accountable and scream from the top of their lungs for somebody to step in. Now, who's that pe- who are those people that are supposed to step in right now? The military. And if we leave them unchecked, if we leave them unpunished in any way, if we allow this to just continue to go by the wayside, Donald Trump says we must gear up and we must do something about it now. Well, who is the we? It's the people that have those positions of power within the law, to use the law to hold these people accountable. And I agree with that. That is the case. I want to go. It's like a two minute. Um, it's like a two minute video here. Two minute, and 36 seconds to be exact of when T. McFarlane was on. I believe it was Maria Bartiromo show. It was Maria Bartiromo show. And she said this. Roll this clip.
2: We now have black and white evidence that the FBI interfered in the 2016 election. And then when they failed to get their candidate elected, Hillary Clinton, then they just set out to destroy the Trump administration. So then go back go up to 2020. It was the CIA this time that got involved in the 2020 election with those 51 former intel agents who talked about the Hunter Biden laptop as total Russian disinformation. Mm. So they've gotten away with it for two elections. They're for sure gonna get away with it, try to get away with it in 24, right? Because there's no consequence. The difference is in 2024, the evidence is there. We now have the Durham investigation, we have all the congressional investigations. There is now hard evidence that there was election interference by the U.S. intelligence agencies and the Department of Justice. They've gotta be terrified, those individuals have to be terrified that a Republican president comes in in the 2024 election with a Republican attorney general investigates them and charges them all with the crimes they've committed over the last eight years. Well, we'll see about that. You're right. There are questions around these elections because of this interference. Do you think there will be election interference then in 24? Take it to the bank. They will absolutely interfere in 2024. We're not sure how. But they will absolutely interfere, not only because they're not going to like whoever the Republican candidate is, but because they're going to protect their own hides. That's why they're they were talking to their own people. And the whistleblowers have brought this up that they were told, don't put anything on paper. Just tell us orally. They but, knew that they were doing stuff wrong. They knew that they yeah. were going to be liable for prosecution. Yeah, it's it's too
1: bad. All right, I all wish right, you- there you go. So so and, and I agree they're definitely going to interfere in the 2024 election. They're doing it right now. Now I want to flip the script for a minute. Okay. Donald Trump has a strategy. Donald Trump has a plan. Donald Trump has a team. And what I can tell you is that I know for sure is the following. Donald Trump is working with every state and every state legislator right now to make sure that they rein in the 2024 election and that they have complete say so over how their election is run in their state. You have two legislative sessions in each state before this time comes. Donald Trump is working very, very, very diligently spending a lot of that money that you guys are donating to him to make sure that the teams and the right people are not only running for office, but that they win these elections in these smaller areas. Donald Trump is also has a team working in all 50 states, in every single county that you can think of in these states that money will allow him to right now to make sure that the circuit clerk positions and that the right people are precinct committee men and women to oversee these elections so that the cheating can be held to an absolute minimum. Because we know that they're going to cheat. They cheat every election. What we don't know is how much they need to cheat in order to win. So that means we need to do everything they can to minimize the level of cheating that they can commit to. So here's what they're going to do next. Ranked choice voting is something that they're going to try to continue to push through. The same thing can be said about that as I just said about the way that our elections are going to be looked over uh, during the election process itself. Meaning this, those same legislators that Donald Trump is working with right now and working to get elected are also going to make sure that ranked choice voting is not something that happens in their state. Moving forward, the only other way that they can cheat— on a level in order to beat Donald Trump is by doing it with legal proceedings before the election to stop Donald Trump from running or to lock Donald Trump up. And they're going to use these illegal aliens that they're bringing into the country to ballot harvest. But here's the thing. If we know that they're going to utilize these illegal aliens to ballot harvest and we're already tracking their government funded phones and we're tracking their government funded assistance, then that means that we know where these people are located. What does that tell us? It tells us that we can get ahead of the game right now, which Donald Trump's teams of people all across the country are to either stop these people from getting and Casting these illegal ballots, or where legal, we ballot harvest them instead. Long story short, the only way they can literally stop Trump from winning in 2024, because Trump's plan on the ground is already in place, is by locking him up or keeping him off the ballot. That is the only way that they are going to be able to win uh, this election by cheating. At all, because they're not going to be able to cheat on the ground in a big enough um, fashion to overcome the actual people out there voting. You see, they can't—they can't cheat the entire election. They can only cheat as much as they know they have to cheat to win. But if we start voting early, like the Dems do, and we don't just vote on the day of voting, they have no idea how much they need to win by. So you see what I mean? It's about the collateral damage. Yes, they are going to interfere in the election. Yes, they are going to try to steal it. But we know almost, unless there's ways I don't know about yet, we know pretty much every way they're going to cheat, to stop them at the ballot booth. Here's what we have to worry about, though. Locking Donald Trump up or stopping him from being on the ballot. Those are the two ways that we really have to worry about right now. And I don't don't agree with early voting, trust me. But as long as it's a thing, we must engage in it as well. uh, Somebody said they don't have faith in the machines. The machines are nothing. I I know people don't agree with me on this, and I know Mike Lindell works on these machines very diligently. The machines did not steal the election. They can't. They just can't. Yes, faulty machines not working like they did in Arizona all across the country. That can help him. But what I mean is stealing votes in the middle of the night like that. That was done at least by enough to steal the election by mail-in ballots. Okay? It's a lot easier to hold the machines accountable than it is the mail-in ballots accountable. That makes sense. I'd like to stop them both. But they cannot steal the election off the machines alone. They have to have the mail-in ballots. They have to. So... Uh, per the Constitution, he can run from jail. Yes, he can. Yes, he can. But here's the thing. Is he really going to win from jail? There's a lot of normies out there that, that perception is reality to them. You know what I mean? So, ladies and gentlemen, I, again, I know there's a lot of people. There's a lot more to talk about when it comes to this specific topic right here. There's a lot more ways that we have to break it down. There's a lot more, more in-depth that we have to get into it. But we have to understand that the only thing that they can do to him to stop him from winning because of our ground strategy that's already going on right now is locking him up or keeping off the ballot, okay? So just be reassured that there are teams of people everywhere working on this, and we should be involved in it. You should be involved in any way, shape, or form, ballot harvesting or preventing the ballot harvesting from happening where it's illegal, okay? Okay? Trump is more than a man, but a movement. If they arrest him, there will be someone who will follow in his plan. That's true. But that's not God's plan. God's plan is Trump. A second term. Okay? We're going to move on from that. Jeremy, he can run from jail per our Constitution. I know he can. I know he can, but there are certain things they can do from keep him to keep him from running. And that's what they're seeking. And one of them, again, perception is reality. If they did put him in jail, how many normies do you think are going to vote for him? And yes, there are more indictments coming. Remember that. Remember that. And maybe they want a civil war. Maybe they want to lock him up because they want civil unrest. You guys got to understand here, the way that they're going to cheat now is by the FBI, CIA and DOJ completely cuz they can't beat us in the ground game. Even cheating on uh, uh, cheating us anymore. And I already told you, expect the indictment to come from Georgia in August and expect the federal indictment to come after that. So we got to fight on our hands, but be take how do I want to say this? Don't take peace and don't be don't don't be calm. Just understand that there's people out there that are going to stop the ground game from, getting, uh, from, from stealing the election, okay? Yes, Tim Scott announced his presidential run. What a loser he is. What a loser he turned out to be. Uh, moving on, ladies and gentlemen, I want to go to um, last week. I reported that the um, Lacey's right. She says, at this point, anything can happen. That's why we got to just trust in God and keep moving forward, Okay. You are vacillating. You kept telling us he will never spend a day in jail. I don't believe he will. Who said that he was going to? Not vacillating anything. Calm down. Starting to cause a problem where there's not a problem. I never said he was going to be in jail. Somebody said he can run from jail, and I responded to that. So calm down. Stop trying to cause division where there is none. I don't like when people do that. Well, you said, well, that's, that's not exactly, that's not, calm down. Okay, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Moving on. Last week, I told you there was three billion dollars of accounting error in the Pentagon that led to benefiting the Ukrainians with another three billion dollars in weapons. Yay. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know. Maybe I don't think Jake Tapper is turning a new leaf or anything like that. But it's nice to see when Jake Tapper says maybe Trump is actually vindicated from the Russia hoax. He said that. And now he's going after the Pentagon and asking them the hard questions? Jake Tapper, is CNN telling you to finally tell the truth? I can't believe you grew a conscience. But check this out. This is what Jake Tapper um, pressed Jake Sullivan on about the Pentagon's $3 billion in accounting error. Check this out.
0: There was this very bizarre admission from the Pentagon this week uh, of an accounting error uh, that suggested that the U.S. has at least $3 billion that it didn't know it had that it can use for Ukraine aid. That's a hell of an accounting error. um, And it provides a lot of fodder to critics of USAID to Ukraine and critics who say there's not enough oversight going on. Um, Are you concerned about this accounting error?
1: Well, one thing I just want to make clear, that is not money that went out the the door and disappeared. That is not a waste of that three billion dollars it is simply a tally of how much military equipment we have given them and the way that the Pentagon was counting it was what's the replacement cost for the equipment we provide rather than just the actual cost of that equipment once you make that adjustment it turns out we have an additional three billion dollars that we can spend uh, to provide even more weapons to Ukraine well isn't that convenient isn't that convenient? Well. We, just, we just happen to have it. It turns out it's a great thing. For who? It's still $3 billion going out the door no matter which way you cut it. No matter which way you chop it up, no matter which way you sell it, no matter what narrative you put on it, no matter what misinformation you want to put on it, it's still $3 billion leaving the United States, going to Ukraine. Dumbass. Well, this is actually not as bad. I just want to make it everybody clear here that we know when we calculated this at first, we didn't calculate it at the replacement cost. So at a replacement cost, it's actually this and this, that, and the other. And look over there, there's a squirrel. Either way, it's a good thing because it gives $3 billion more to the Ukrainians to defend themselves from a war that they started and they are rightfully, that they are wrong in and that Putin should destroy. Am I right or am I wrong there? Still $3 billion, dumbass. What are you talking about? Well, I just want to let these people know it's not the $3 billion that they thought. It's actually a $3 billion from a difference. Shut up. It's still $3 billion that you did not tell the American people that they were sending over. Not that you need the American's people, American people's um, permission anymore. You just take money, print it, and send it anyway. And here's the other thing, folks. All of this all this scheme with the feds um, paying off these hotels to keep illegal immigrants in there, which we're going to talk about in a little bit, Nobody voted on that. Nobody said, okay, yeah, let's raise our taxes to do that. Let's pay more taxes to that. Nobody said, hey, it's okay to send our money to Ukraine by the billions and by the billions. Nobody said that. These people just unilaterally make these decisions. Congress just unilaterally makes these decisions. We need to declassify almost everything on this planet Number one, and give actual truth to the American people because this is a, govern, a government that's governed by us. So number one, there shouldn't be that much classified information. And number two, if any dollar is going overseas that's not already been approved, then it should be put to a national vote. It should be put to a national vote or something. Because the way this country is operating right now is bass-ackwards from the way that our founding fathers said it should have been run. Okay? Um... All right, I want to take a quick break, quick. I want to go to the Rumble chat, give it a break, uh, give my, myself a break anyway, and, and, and listen to what, the, uh, to what the LFA audience is saying for all those watching and listening. Uh, 3,700 people watching. Wow, that's incredible. We're almost to 4,000. Thank you for the shares. Thank you for the Rumbles. We're at 1,200 Rumbles. Build the wall. Amen. Thank you. No wonder we don't have any money to pay our bills, says Lynn. Amen. No more executive orders. Yes. Amen. There should be no executive orders. He's not a dictator. Anybody. I received several T-shirts that I ordered from you, and people have asked, what does the RMA on the right sleeve stand for? Real Moms of America. Real Moms of America because RMA Apparel is the ones that printed them for us. Jeremy, we need prayer for Tommy. His wife had a stroke. Oh, no. Well, definitely we'll pray. We, we will pray for Tommy right before we go back into the next, um, the next segment. Watch your rumbles. Mine got switched to dislikes. Oh, everybody should refresh right now. Everybody should refresh right now and see if your rumble is actually considered as a like. When Congress makes their decisions, it proves we are not a democracy. Started freezing again off and on, said Nolan. Sorry to hear about that, brother. It's not freezing on our end. Uh, So hopefully that fixes for you. Um... Still waiting for my bag, Kittenhead said. Oh, you're talking about the uh, tote bags? Yeah, we got some great new tote bags on JeremyHarrell.com. We got one that says pray, and we got one that says Christ 2024, save America. Amen. Uh, Five dislikes, never saw that before. Oh, we get dislikes all the time. We get dislikes all the time, mostly from executives of the news stations that don't like us anymore. (laughs) Tried to contact you about my bag, Kittenhead said. Not sure what you mean by that. Not sure what you mean by that, but um, definitely email um, Sabrina about that. If you ordered a bag, you should be in in contact with Sabrina through email. Um, All right, folks, before we go back uh, and before we say a prayer for Tommy, I'd like to highlight our first sponsor of the day, and that is Right Mini Chainsaw, folks. We still got them. They're still sponsoring our show. They still have them. TacRite Mini Chainsaw. I know a lot of you have them, uh, but for those who did not order yours yet, we still do have Father's Day coming up, and fathers love tools. Grandfathers love tools, especially if they have a tool that they can easily use, that they don't have to go and get gas for and lug around, especially if they're doing yard cleanup or any kind of cleanup on your property. If it's light cleanup, TacRite mini chainsaw is phenomenal. The battery life on this is very long. The horsepower that this thing has is unbelievable, Okay, It's got an actual chainsaw chain. You sharpen it the same way you do your chainsaw chain with the file. The thing is phenomenal, and it's only $129, folks, $129. If you go to tackrightlfatv.com, it's also free shipping and handling, and the more you buy, the more the cost goes down. Some people buy these by three at a time. The cost goes down to $89.99, okay? So Tack Mini Chainsaw, Father's Day coming up. Not your average saw. Get it today. And, the, and how you know that you really love it is that Big Tool hates it. All those big names, Husqvarna, Steel, Craftsman, they hate this thing. And they've literally cancel cultured it out of big box stores. So LFA TV, tackrightlfatv.com, tackrightlfatv.com. And look at that. S. Rose says, used mine all weekend. I hope it worked well for you. Get yours today while they are here. Let's go ahead and say a prayer for Tommy's wife. Lord and Heavenly Father, we pray for healing and restoration according to your will. For Tommy and his family and for others who are experiencing the same thing. Lord, if it is according to your will, please bring healing and restoration and joy back to their families. And if there's something that you want them or us to learn in the process, please bring that to us sooner than later so we can bring healing and restoration back to our families. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, let's go back, folks. Uh, January 6th, prisoners are being treated absolutely disgusting. No humane situations whatsoever. I want to bring you to this audio. Hold on. Not yet. Well. I want to bring you to the audio of this January 6th prisoner who, um, folks, we know that they've been being treated inhumanely for, very, for a long time, since they've been in there. Um, here's a picture of this individual right here who you're about to hear audio from. This is Peter Schwartz. He's 47 years of age. Kentucky welder. Served his country in the Army Reserve. He was indicted after he was accused of pepper spraying officers during the January 6th protest. He was arrested on February 2nd, uh, 2nd, 2021 in in Uniontown, Pennsylvania. And Pete was with his wife when 30 agents assaulted him with flashbang grenades, armored vehicles, and more than 10 assault rifles aimed at his chest. Okay, if anybody is treated unfairly in this country right now, it's not the people who don't know if they are a boy or a girl. It's the people that are in the D.C. gulag right now. So, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to bring this up on the screen uh, side by side, at least a picture of this of this gentleman while we hear this audio. And what you're going to hear throughout this audio is how he was attacked by guards after he complained that raw sewage was on the floor of his cell and asked for clean running water. And he was assaulted and beat up by guards for asking that. Again, ladies and gentlemen, the only president that is saying that he is going to pardon the January 6th uh, political prisoners who have been kidnapped out of society is Donald Trump. So I don't care if you like Trump or not. I don't care if you're a DeSantis fan or not. Only one person is saying he's going to go and clear these January 6th prisoners, and that's Donald Trump. Roll this.
0: The guy next to me had flooded his cell the day before at just a previous protest and something that... I don't really know what he was protesting, but that was his way of clogging up his toilet because they weren't giving him a right or something. I don't know. But my cell a little bit at lower elevation, so I had to stand in my cell for hours with toilet water two inches deep on my cell, and they came up and they got the water shut off and they resolved his issue and all that. I got my cell cleaned up and they turned the water back on. Well, then yesterday, and the water had been on two shifts, so this issue was resolved. And so he wasn't flooding his toilet, but they went and sh- my toilet and his toilet are connected because our cells are right next to each other. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And he's doing seven years for murder, by the way, while I'm doing 14 for not basing somebody. Right. And uh, so this officer, I'm on my rec time, and the bathroom out there is clogged up. And I go to, uh, I want to use my. I used the toilet and I wanted to flush it because I when I used the toilet I didn't didn't know that I couldn't flush it. I didn't realize that it had, so I asked him. He said no. The lieutenant said shut his shut your guys' water off and uh, so I said okay. Well I waited an hour and I was like, could you call the lieutenant and ask if I could just have my water on to flush my toilet and use the bathroom again? He said no. I already called to him and man I I really just need to use the toilet and. uh Five hours had gone by, he wouldn't do it. And I said, look, I don't want to make a scene. I am I, demanding that you call your lieutenant or whoever you do, because I just need to use the bathroom. And like everybody around started saying, why won't you just let this man use the bathroom? Wow. He said, well, if he wants to, he can just ask me and I'll turn it on. And I said, well, I'm at, I've been asking you. And he walked right by it and wouldn't do it again. And I'm just standing there. And, and everybody started yelling at him. They're like, just let the man use the bathroom. It's been five hours. And so he walked up there, and he's trying to open the door to open the water closet, and he doesn't know how to do it. And I'm standing completely away from him behind my cell door. And I said, that's not how they do it. They, they use a key to open that lock there. And he just turned around and stood up and started coming at me, spraying mate directly in my eyeball. I have, I believe, what's hydraulic needling. I learned about this in trial because with, in my trial, they said the only way mace is actually dangerous is if you split, spray it at a certain range too close. The pressure causes hydraulic needling, and he did that. One of my eyeballs is still messed up today. And oh, uh, no. I don't, I'm a welder, so I've had a lot of eye injuries. I may I may recover from this. I mean, my eyes are Recovered from some pretty tough stuff in the past. But at this point, I mean, it's it's the next day, and I still can't see out of one eye.
1: So there you go, folks. Um, These people are very similar to what the disciples went through, what Paul went through, what Peter went through, what James and John went through. They're unjustly locked up in prisons, getting treated like evil prisoners of war. We don't treat our prisoners of war in any bad way whatsoever, or else we'll all get, or else our, our countrymen, our uh, our military men and women would get locked up. But they allow this in our prisons, and I can tell you this right now, after being in a maximum security prison with murderers and rapists, where I should not have been. The guards do treat these people in here like caged animals and slaves. They beat you. They destroy you. They break you down. At a, at a level that, 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 that is inhumane and that should not be happening. Now, I understand if somebody's in prison, they're there, they're, they're there to be reformed. But these people should not be where they are. And they're not only in D.C. They're all over the country. People are locked up all over the country right now. But the D.C. gulag is the worst. People are also on house arrest right now. What the normies need to understand is what this federal government is doing to our citizens by, and they're violating their rights. And you might think that their rights deserve to be violated because they stormed the Capitol. But you are gravely mistaken on the facts of that day. You're gravely mistaken about what these people are actually guilty of. You're gravely mistaken that they should be locked up at all. And you're completely making statements and having opinions off stuff that you know nothing about. That is the the normal everyday person in America. They have no idea what's happening to these prisoners. They have no idea that these prisoners are even locked up. They have no idea why they're locked up. They have no idea what they did. And they have no idea how they're being treated in this country. You want to know why? Because the mainstream media will not report on this. And yet we had 3,750 people watching this. And that went down by 200 people. Why? Because people don't want to talk about this. People come on and they're like, oh, what are we talking about? Oh, January 6th prisoners? I don't want to talk about it. And they leave again. Hence why we ask for so many shares. Look at the way American citizens are being treated right now compared to non-American citizens. Look at the way American citizens with rights are being treated compared to the people that that are here illegally and have no rights. Look at that man in Arizona who shot that illegal alien because he was a threat to his wife and he is facing how many years in prison? The Bible is repeating itself. And Kevin McCarthy has all the power in the world to get these people out of jail. Kevin McCarthy McCarthy has all the power in the world to get these people out of jail and he does absolutely nothing. Let's go and talk about another group of people that's supposed to have rights that doesn't. How about the... um, Um, well, first of all, first of all, let me show you this. You got these people like that, like the January 6th prisoners, they're locked up right now for an insurrection. How many transurrections have we had? Eli, how many transurrections have we had where trannies are taking over uh, state houses and blocking legislators from making law? Isn't that why the people are locked up for January 6th to begin with? Isn't that Why? Yet we've had another transurrection happen this weekend in Nebraska. I was didn't oh my ha- God, I hold on. What is that? I said, I, I said,
0: no, we gotta stop that.
1: Here. All right, let's play this video. Check out this transurrection that happened in Nebraska this weekend. There's no sound here, but let me just show you. Watch this transurrection. See it's happening. They're trying to stop lawmakers. And watch this. This tranny just goes and starts punching at a police officer and attacking a police officer. So the police come in, oh, stand back, tranny, stand back, stand back. They arrested six of them that day for a transurrection. Why aren't they beating the crap out of these people? Why aren't they sticking these people in jail with no possibility of of bond? Why aren't they? They're doing the same thing that they're accusing the January 6th prisoners of being guilty of. Look at the transurrection down in Kentucky. Look at the transurrection in Missouri. Look at the transurrection in Tennessee. Look at this transurrection that just happened in Nebraska. They're doing exactly, exactly what they're blaming the January 6th gulag prisoners, political prisoners, and kidnappees of, which they didn't do any of this. Some of them just stood on the steps. Some of them just walked inside, did not try to stop the peaceful transition of power. Why aren't these people locked up? I'll tell you why. Do you want to know why nothing is happening in this country? I'll tell you why. Here you go. The reason why nothing is happening in this country is because America has become too wussified. America's too scared to do anything. They're they're too scared to be thrown into D.C. gulag. They're too scared to be cancel cultured. They're too scared to have their job taken away from them. They're too scared to be banned from Facebook. Most Americans, and including a lot of people who are probably watching this show right now, are too afraid to disrupt their normal lives. And they think, well, as long as it's not happening to me, then I'm just going to go about my daily life. And a lot of those people are people that won't even share these videos. They're too afraid to get banned on Facebook. That is why this is happening. If you want to know why Americans are not standing up, it's because too many Americans are afraid to disrupt their normal lives. That's why too many Americans would not put anything on the line, but yet they will be online all day telling you about putting things on the line. That's why you really want to know why that's why it has stop blaming Kevin McCarthy. Stop blaming our military. Stop blaming the people that could do something that don't if you're not blaming American citizens, because that's the real problem. Too many people are afraid to disrupt their normal lives. Too many people are afraid to have somebody call them a racist or a bigot still to this day. And that is why we're allowing this to happen. And then if you want to go one step further, too many Americans allowed themselves to get the vaccine. And I believe that the vaccine literally made everybody a drone. Uh, Okay, our country's being invaded. Oh, well, where's the militia? Where's the people that are going to do anything about this? Uh... Everybody's afraid. And until... The country stops being afraid. And until somebody, we the people, hold these people accountable because this is a government governed by we the people. So we keep asking who's going to do anything about it. We the people stand by and do nothing. Claire says she disagrees. She elects the people to fight for us and to speak for us. And what happens when they don't, Claire? That's what I'm talking about. We do elect people to do this for us. But what happens when they don't? I don't know where that red line is at all. But if more Americans decided to stand up like we do here on LFA TV and all of you do that are watching, more Americans decided not to be afraid to get banned on Facebook or having somebody call them a racist, the world would be on a lot different place right now. There is a red line. I don't know where it is to where we should start dragging people out of Capitol Buildings but that day, to me, in my mind, is already come and gone. That day in my mind is already come and gone. Now, there's like 10 stories I'm not going to be able to get to today because I was rambling for too long. But I want to talk about fighting back, okay? I want to talk about fighting back. Let's talk about the nurse who went viral last week for apparently stealing a young black kid's bike that he paid for. That was complete misinformation and disinformation. It never happened, ladies and gentlemen. If you don't know, last week, a pregnant Manhattan hospital worker was accused of taking a city bike from a young black man who actually paid for the bike. That never happened. It was a viral story that went viral, or it was a story that went viral and basically got this woman's life threatened. Social media morons threatened a six-month pregnant nurse after an out-of-context video made the internet viral waves. The woman was also placed on leave from her job, and then she's now in hiding. Help me, help me, please help me, the woman yelled as a man tried to take the city bike away from her, and she's the one who gets cancel cultured, removed from her job, and is in hiding right now because of lies. So now, what she did is she's going on the offense, and that's exactly what we need to do in this country. We need to go on the offense against these people. We need to hold these people accountable. She's going on the offense against the, the media companies. That when are we going to get an chamber. answer, sir? Um, we are going to get an answer when we
2: start filing defamation lawsuits. Wow, it's going to go to that. You well, feel the, that the your media had feigned without question. She's been called a racist. She's been called a thief. Yep. Um, there are reasons defamation laws exist, and we plan to pursue that.
1: Amen. There's a reason defamation laws exist, and we plan to pursue that. More people know to need to go on the offense. And by the way, by the way, Donald Trump is going to go on the offense against the entire federal government. And he's going to drag them through civil court for what they owe him in destroying his life. And if you don't think that's going to make the, the, the major airwaves, this is what I meant this morning on Rise Up when I said holding them accountable, rising up, and fighting back in the context of the law. We are not going to go below them. But we are going to start rising up, and we have to go through the chain of law. Uh, we have to go through all of aspects of the law in order to get to the point where we physically drag them out of these Capitol houses. And I think that's what they want. I think they want us to drag them out. Speaking of lawsuits, ladies and gentlemen, True Social just filed a major defamation lawsuit against the Washington Post. Again, holding people accountable, will get this kind of stuff to stop. Trump Media and Technology Group, TMTG, the parent company of True Social Platform, has taken legal action against the Washington Post, filing a defamation lawsuit seeking a staggering $3.78 billion in damages. This will put the Washington Post out of business. All of these left-wing companies are going out of business. All of them. Look at all these left-wing companies. media publications just in the last year and a half that we've put out of business by going at them through the law. And this is what's going to happen to the Washington Post. The case was filed Saturday night in Sarasota County, Florida, which alleges that far left Washington Post published false and defamatory statements about true social platform. It's CEO Devin Nunes and President Trump damaging its reputation and causing significant, uh, significant financial harm. Amen. This is how we go after these people. This is how we get our country back. We hold them liable financially because financially is all they care about. And when you destroy them financially, you destroy everything. How about this, ladies and gentlemen? How about the, uh, the lawsuit against the school district for not letting the kid wear a they're only two genders shirt? Going after them, Massachusetts District promotes transgender pride flag but bans competing expression under policy that vests unbridled discretion with officials, 12-year-old says. Lawyers for a 12-year-old Massachusetts student sent home for wearing a T-shirt that read, there are only two genders, has filed the lawsuits against the school for its dress code and freedom of speech. If you're going to allow one, you got to allow competing uh, arguments on that. And with allowing transgender and flags and all this stuff all over the school, they must allow competing uh, opinions. And they did not do so. They sent the little boy home. Guess what? We're going to hit him in the wallet. This is how we destroy these losers, okay? Fighting back. This is how we bankrupt them. And when we bankrupt them, we destroy them. When we bankrupt them, we destroy them. How about this one? Kerry Lake's attorney's closing arguments. At least 70,000 votes were not verified. The election must be set aside. Fighting back. Kurt Olson argued in his closing argument in Cary Lake's election challenge case Friday that at least 70,000 mail-in ballots were not properly verified in accordance with Arizona law and therefore the election must be set aside. I agree, especially after the court saw the videos of them just running through the signature verification process. And here's what Carrie Lake says. You ready for this? She says, "We me find this here. Sunny days are ahead. That's what Carrie Lake said after her her court case closed and closing arguments. She said, sunny days are ahead. And if you believe in God and you believe in the Lord, I agree, sunny days are ahead. It's all about fighting back, ladies and gentlemen. And it's those who don't fight back it's the Tudor Dixons. It's the Dr. Mehmet Oz. It's those losers who did not fight back. It's that loser down in Georgia who had the private plane. Remember that scumbag who then we tried to get after for to, to get behind for a senator, and he couldn't even win that against Raphael Warnock. Yeah, those losers are the ones I'm talking about that don't fight back. But it's the people f- that fight back that history remembers it's the people that fight back that history remembers and that change the world remember that and that includes every one of you look folks before we go i want to remind you cb distillery CB distillery products, sleep products, sleep gummies, relief sticks, everything. Get rid of your icy hots. Get rid of your pharmaceutical stuff to get rid of your migraines. Get rid of your your pharmaceutical pills that'll help you focus or help you, um, you know, concentrate on stuff and start spending your money where it counts with all natural products from CB distillery. That's CB distillery, cbdistillery.com. Use promo code LFA. Put a big dent In the actual bread and butter for these pharmaceutical companies, which is over-the-counter products. Start spending your money to get over-the-counter products with CB Distillery and others. Look, folks, we're running out of time. Mike Crispy is starting his show right now. But before he goes, i got to show you this. Are you ready? Check this out. Bud Light is doing so badly right now. It's doing so badly that Walmart is selling it for $0.10 a can. Look at that. $1.78, folks. For a case of beer, for a case of Bud Light, 24 cans, you can now get it for $1.78. That is $0.10 a can. What does that tell you, folks? We're making a dent, and we're fighting back. I had a lot more to discuss, but we'll carry that over until the 5 o'clock hour. Thank you for all those who were able to watch live. Do me a favor, folks. Please, please, please continue with Unafraid and Mike Crispy coming up next on LFA TV. And remember, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out and keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Thank you for the rumble rants. Thank you for the donations. We love you. God bless you. Keep a smile on your face. Keep your families close and keep spreading that gospel. Peace out, folks. I love you. God bless.